The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Cleveland is in my heart. So I just have a soft spot for who we are and for our sports teams. And I believe in us as a city. Yvette Nicole Brown has enjoyed a prolific career as an actress, appearing in dozens of movies and TV shows. You probably know her best in her role as Shirley Bennett, the kind-hearted single mother on Community, the cult favorite sitcom. Yvette is a proud native of Cleveland, a community that she loves above all others. We are heart people, as she once said about her hometown. We're in touch with our emotions, In Hollywood, she said, you need to be the kind of person that can bob and weave. Cleveland prepared me in becoming a gritty person who can handle anything. After a lifetime of repping her calves, LeBron finally led them to a championship following his return from Miami. Like LeBron's reunion years with the Cavs, Yvette recently dropped a pretty big hint about the cast of Community who have been discussing the possibility of their own reunion for a movie. I'm LaChina Robinson. Those sweet, funky sounds you hear are the Budos Band. And this is Huge Fan, the podcast where stars talk sports. Now, please welcome Yvette Nicole Brown, Cleveland Cavaliers Huge Fan. Thank you so much for joining us on Huge Fan. It's great to have you with us today. Let's start at the beginning. What are your earliest memories as a Cleveland Cavaliers fan? You know what? It goes back to just being a a Cleveland fan in general. Um, I'm my name is Yvette Brown. I'm a Cleveland Brown. So my love for the Browns and the Cavaliers and the new team name um was a part of my entire childhood we i grew up poor so i didn't have money to go to games and things like that but i still had a a couple of pieces of merch and um i just celebrated us even before we won and there were many years when we had not won yes i know it's been um there have been some dark days for cleveland cavaliers fans well cleveland sports fans in general um thank goodness for lebron james that seemed to lighten things a little bit amen did you have family members that introduced you to this fandom or who was it maybe in your surroundings that uh brought you into the fold 
What I love about Cleveland, which I think anyone that lives in Cleveland understands, you don't need to be brought into a fold to celebrate Cleveland. We're underdogs at heart. We have a, a fighter spirit. And so as soon as you see the word Cleveland on anything, you're in. So it wasn't like I, I had an uncle or an older cousin that said, hey, you should love the Cavaliers. I just love the Cavaliers because they were from Cleveland. And I believe that anything from Cleveland is great. Call me biased, but it's true. I love that. I mean, <laughs> but we do have people that come on um, our podcast and they'll say, well, I'm a fan of our football team, but not our basketball team. And actually, you know what? You can keep the baseball team as well. You know, kind of picky about that. So it's great that you are. Are you kidding? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, you you don't believe bandwagon fans, fan weather fans. I mean, it's about being a fan of Cleveland and celebrating Cleveland. So anyone that would come on here and be like, well, I don't like the Browns. What is that? It's, no. it's a Cleveland, it's the Cleveland football team. How are you not going to love the Brown? I don't understand that. That's foreign to me. It does happen. Not saying necessarily in Cleveland, but it does happen. Now, did you play sport or basketball at all? <laughs> I could not be a less coordinated human being uh, when it comes to anything physical if I tried. I'm actually on a show right now on Disney Plus called Big Shot. And um, when we were doing press rolling out for the show, and it's about a, a girls basketball team, and I play the principal of the school. As we were rolling out the show, I would get asked, well, you want to go on um, ES ESPN and talk about basketball? I can celebrate and support those that are coordinated enough to, to dribble and not travel and get that ball into the hoop. But I have never, I think the most athletic thing I ever did um, in high school, I was a high stepper for Warrensville High High. And um, I also quote unquote, ran track. Okay. And by ran track, I mean, I went to practices and um, held a shot put uh, for about five minutes. <laughs> so no, I am not physical. And I'm also five foot two. I'm like a Lilliputian. Listen, I uh, went to Wake Forest. I'm a Wake Forest grad, played basketball there. And I don't know if you know a gentleman by the name of Muggsy Bogues. But yes, I do. Wake Forest, Ye went on yes, to the I NBA. Do. Yes, I One do. One of the smallest tiny. players to tiny. ever play in the league. So you're, you're right. never too small, you know, size doesn't always matter. But I want to go back to your point about there are people who um, are gifted and yeah. you know it, you have one of the greatest to ever do it and that's LeBron yes. James um, what comes to mind for you when you think about the rise of LeBron James you know what I love about LeBron and from I, look I'm from Cleveland I went to the University of Akron so I've been hearing about LeBron my entire life I remember when I was in college there was this young kid that was like he's probably in middle school or junior high at the time I was in college and um, his name has always been a part of the Akron legend and what I love about him and his rise is that in the same way I always rep Cleveland wherever I go, he has always repped Akron, Ohio. It's always been a part of who he is. Um, he has never changed um, from what I've seen now. I have not, I've never met him, um, but I know that people that do know him say that the man he was when he was a kid playing in Ohio is the same man that he is now. The fact that he's married to his wife, um, his, his high school sweetheart, like all of that is like heartland stuff where you, you learn who you are, you honor who you are, and you take that love and um, appreciation for your hometown everywhere you go. So the fact that he's now acting and producing and creating content and spreading beyond just basketball says to me that this is, he's been a mogul in the making, but it's gonna continue to grow. Um, and I think it's because he's from Ohio. I think that people from Ohio are just, just made different. We're just scrappier. You know, we fight harder, we believe bigger, um, and we hang in until our our blessing comes, right? You know, even yeah. when he took a step away yeah. and went away for a little while, he came on back 
and he gave us what we deserved. So, yeah. I was going to get to that because for a place that has as much pride as Cleveland does, as Akron does, as Ohio does, um, you know, what was going through your mind when he said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and leave and then win championship somewhere else. Now, this is before he decides to come back. But did you have some uh, were you angry at LeBron? I had thoughts. I was not angry at LeBron because I'm also some from someone from Ohio who left Ohio to chase my dream, right? And if his greatest mm. dream was to win a championship and he felt that he had a greater shot making that move, who am I to tell someone that they can't chase their greatest dream? That's first. The only thing I ever said about it then and the only thing I will say about it now is that you stay loudly and leave quietly. Like I felt like the celebration of leaving, I, the, the decision and all of that was just a little too loud. And I felt like for those of us that are from Ohio, and from Cleveland, um, it felt like a gut punch because we all, all we've ever had is each other, right? When they say mistake on the lake and all the other things that they say about our sports team and teams in our city, all we've ever had as Clevelanders and Ohioans is the love that we have for each other. And so it felt like our greatest cheerleader like waved a flag and said, see ya. So that was my only issue um, with the, the, the volume of the uh, departure. Yeah. Um, now, he did return though he did return he, did. he bought cleveland a title he but did. he's now left the team twice with no mm -hmm. return in sight how do you mm -hmm. think those departures affect his cleveland legacy in your eyes as a native i don't think it i don't think it it, it affects his uh his legacy as a clevelander like he the fact that he came back when he didn't have to apologize for the way he left and then gave us a championship i i don't know how anybody could be mad about that like I still um, have my T-shirt from the win. I still wear it like it happened yesterday. So I don't, I don't know. I just feel like you, you're not allowed in life to shackle people to what you need them to be, right? Like mm. at a certain point, um, everybody gets to fly. Like what's great about Ohio and what's great about Cleveland to me is that even though I live in LA, if things ever went awry out here, my hometown would welcome me back. We just had a, you guys just had, we still talk like I lived there. Um, Cleveland just had a huge election and it was between a, a woman that I felt embodied who Cleveland was and someone else who was also from Cleveland, but who kind of did not embody who we are. And I stuck my foot in that election. I was a part of every single step. I was tweeting, Instagram, living. My whole uh, web presence became all about Chantel Brown because that's home to me. And in my mind, um, we, Wherever you are, Cleveland lives in you, right? He's in LA now, I'm in LA now, Halle Berry's in LA now. We're all still Clevelanders. It's just who we are, Drew Carey. We're still Clevelanders. The love never yeah. leaves. So no, I don't, I don't begrudge him that. I, I like the idea that someone from my hometown is killing it. I don't care if he yeah. was killing it on the moon and with Space Jam, he sort of <laughs> is. You know what I mean? Like wherever yeah. you are, just make sure you rep the land. And yeah. he always has. Yeah, I've enjoyed that aspect of your social media, actually. I see you out there as an, as an advocate and in support of, um, you know, different political figures that you support. And I thought your tweet 
was great to LeBron um, after that championship. Way to go, King James. As you said in your letter to our hometown, nothing is given to you in Northeast Ohio. Everything is earned. Now, and this is the first time I heard this hashtag, Believe Land, which I think is amazing. But you mentioned uh, Drew Carey. And when we spoke to him, he talked about the energy in Cleveland after that Cavs win. And he said, you know, everyone in Cleveland thought, oh, we can all win now. Like now we got the jinx out of our system. Did you did you share that feeling with him? You know what's funny? I've never thought that we couldn't win. Like it's not like the the Cavs win made me go, yeah, Cleveland can win now. We were always winners. It was just a matter of when it would be our chance and our time. And I feel the same way about myself out here um, in LA. You know, I've been I've been chasing my acting dream for twenty years. I just got nominated for my first Emmy this year. Congratulations! So it's like. Thank you. Um, and so it's like at a certain point, it's your turn, mm-hmm. right? So in my mind, you know, even though we didn't have a championship for a very long time, I knew we would mm-hmm. have one. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way about our our baseball team and our football team. Mm-hmm. I'm still believing. I believe that anybody in Cleveland that wants to make it in whatever their chosen vocation is, they can. Yeah. That's what I believe. Now, have you shared any moments with Drew Carey? Any stories with him? Do you guys go back? Have you ever uh, crossed paths at all? Yes. Drew and I just did um, a game show together out here. And uh, he has a really cute car. His car is like wrapped in a bunch of colorful paintings and murals. I have a, I actually had to put it on social media. I forgot. I took a picture and never shared it. Um, we we had our Cleveland rah-rah together. Um, the episode of the show hasn't aired yet, but um, we had our Cleveland rah-rah together and just really enjoyed um, the shared feeling of hometown kids that made good. Mm. You know, anytime I bump into someone from Ohio in LA, it's like, hey, how you doing? You know, it's that feeling of we did it. Yeah. You know, and and celebrating each other as we as we chase these dreams. So, yeah, we had a nice little conversation about Cleveland. This is game day. Let's change gears to our game day segment. Okay, so if you are going to take in a Cleveland Cavaliers game. What would that day look like for you? Are you at home? Are you in the arena? Are you decked out in the gear? Mm-hmm. Um, are you, you know, taking in, do you want hot dogs? Like, what does that day look like oh, for you? Hot do- you like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, now we're talking food. Um, <laughs> when I watched here, when I was in LA watching the the championship run, I had on, I went to the Cleveland store when I visited, um, I think it's a CLE store, and I had all my gear on. Um, I'm a homebody. So I, even before COVID, I was never one to like gather in large crowds. So mm-hmm. I'm more in my in my house with some popcorn, maybe a little bit of wine, enjoying a game, but celebrating my hometown. So I'm definitely at home. I'm in the gear. My last question as far as game day is, Mm -hmm. you know, when you lose, obviously, you know, no one likes to lose. You did win the championship. We talked a lot about that. But what Mm -hmm. kind of loser are you? Are you a sore loser? Are you a, you know, I get it. You know, we're not going to win every one. Do you feel like you might have been bad luck? What kind of loser are you on game day? Oh, I I do. Not so much with the Cavaliers, but with the Browns. I do feel like I'm a bad, I'm bad luck for the Browns. I feel like. If I ignore the games, they have a better chance of winning. If I watch the games, like if they're if they're about to go to the Super Bowl or they're I mean, I know that hardly ever happens, but if they're very close to getting to whatever the next thing is, mm-hmm. I definitely don't watch the pivotal game for the Browns. But the Cavs, I don't feel like I'm a, a problem. I feel like look, and I know I'm not a problem for the Browns too. It's just something that's in your mind. I think it's because I'm a Cleveland Brown. I feel like I got something on it. But True. um with the Cavs, I don't really I I don't have any like jinxy type things. And, and when it comes to losing, this is something else that's a part of Cleveland. Because we're the underdogs, because we lose sadly more than we win, um, I think we lose better than most. You know what I mean? I think the, the wins are such a huge surprise, not because our teams aren't talented, but because the odds seem to always be against us. Like we're always having to claw our way somewhere. So when the win comes, it feels like the Lord just really smiled on us. And when we lose, it's like, I hate to say this, it feels like, well, that's what what we're used to. Ooh. So we don't, we're not nasty about it. And um, I don't think we're nasty in winning too. I think we're good losers and um, and good good winners. I think we're both of us, on both sides, I think we handle it really well. That makes so much sense though, to be a graceful loser because you're yeah. maybe not as used to winning. God, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Isn't so when you it? do win, you're just... So happy and yes, we did it, but you don't get too low with the losses because yeah. those happen. Yeah, we're humble. We're humble yeah. people. Like, I don't think, you know, as pr- let me say this. Clevelanders are proud of themselves. Like, they know they're, they're good character. They're proud in that way. Mm-hmm. But we aren't boastful, crowing, hateful, nasty, look at me kind of people. That's just not our nature, right? right? And so when we win, we're graceful. When we lose, we're humble. Hmm. and and flip it both sides we're humble when we win and graceful when we lose it's just I think it's just who we are now listen I don't know if there's anyone that's more biased about the goodness of Cleveland than me like I I am a Cleveland girl to my heart and soul I don't care where I live where my mail comes Cleveland is in my heart so I just have a soft spot for who we are and for our sports teams and all that we can be and I believe in us 
as a as a as a city and as a state. And have you ever had a special moment at a Cavs game? Like, have have you ever got to shake hands with someone or um, been down on the floor and someone fell into your? Girl, I ain't never had enough money when I lived in Cleveland to be anywhere near the floor. I was okay. All, I was, <laughs> I've been out here for 20 years. I was always, if I went to a Cavs game, I was up and the raft is touching the ceiling. The pigeons were flying up where I was. Girl, I love that you think I might have been able to get down and have somebody fall on my lap. It ain't never Not happened. Not even at the Lakers? Did Not you even, to, have even you at the to Lakers. see them when they've been at the Lakers? Even when, I, even when I visit the Lakers, and one of the last games I went to here was uh, one of Kobe's last games. And even for that, I was like three or four sections up from the floor. And that was like maybe six years ago. So what makes Cleveland basketball so special and unique in your oh eyes? Gosh. Um, the heart of the players, the heart of the fans, our heart is in it. Like if you saw me um, watching the game from home, I'm up on my feet screaming and and calling me, ref, why you did what? That's heart. That's grit. That's like, yeah. I do know that being nominated for Emmy is a very good thing. So as we talk a little bit about what you have going on, congratulations again on that. Um, This year you earned your first and Mm well-deserved Emmy nomination, as we discussed, for your work on a Black Lady sketch show. How did you get the news (laughs) and did you predict this coming after filming your scenes? You know, I was uh, in Ireland. I was in Ireland for three months this summer uh, filming Disenchanted, a Disney movie, a sequel to Enchanted. And I was in a dressing room with Maya Rudolph, who is also nominated in the same category I'm nominated in, Best Guest Actress Comedy. And we were just trying on clothes and having a girl's day. And um, my my cell phone starts going off with texts. And it's Robin Thede, who created a Black Lady sketch show. And she was texting me like, oh, my God, you got nominated. I didn't even know nominated for what, because I was so sure that nobody would ever award me for anything with acting that I didn't even know the Emmy nominations were happening that day. So yeah, I was in, um, I was in Ireland and for it to come from a show um, Mm. created by sisters, four sisters, starring sisters um, is everything. Again, 20 years in, into my career as an actor. And the first time I'm nominated is for a show created by a black woman. That's amazing. Did you feel like maybe you were your most authentic self in this space? Um, you know, being that it was a show for black women created by black women. I definitely felt like, um, it was the safest space I've ever been in as a, as a performer in the same way this conversation is now you are a sports expert and yet I still feel protected and safe in this space talking to you about sports, right? Because there's a certain level of, um, care and concern that we provide when we're together. Right. That's what we do. And it's not exclusive. It's inclusive. It's the same love we'd give everybody. But as a black woman talking to a black woman, um, Mm -hmm. it feels safer. Right. So it's the same thing um, in walking on that set. I know where everywhere I look, everywhere you look on the Black Lady Sketch Show set, you see yourself. Director, showrunner, creator, the person, script supervisor, all the actors, you just are mirrored back to yourself the entire time you're there. So that phrase of representation matters is like ticked off over and over and over again. So you do kind of just sit up a little higher and go, all right, well, yeah. this, this is going to be all right today. So that is the feeling that, so that they very create well said. I actually yeah. just watched the clip that Viola Davis uh, posted um, that was a response mm-hmm. from Denzel Washington, and he just talked about the difference. Did you see that between oh. color and culture? I oh, did. Man, I thought it was so well done. You know, yes. just speaking to the importance of black directors Anytime and producers, and the difference of looking 
through the lens of people that um, you share the same culture with and how different that 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 can be. And I thought right. the example that he used of the hot comb smell, I was like, Denzel understands yep. me. Like, I, it's, yeah, he really does. He gets He's it. Brilliant. And this is the thing. It's 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 still universal. Right. Mm-hmm. I think somehow it seems as if we show if people feel that if our culture is shown, it's something that only we can celebrate and enjoy. And that's not yeah. true. You know, when you when you go back to a black lady sketch show, though, it's through the lens of black women, every race, both any gender can look at that show and find a joke and enjoy it. So it's not separate and exclusive. It's inclusive um, and just just rich. Yes. Rich like melanin. Yes. Oh, it's I rich. like that. Rich like melanin. All right. You're always mm-hmm. working and giving life to such iconic, unforgettable characters. Can you tell us about your character Cookie in your new movie, Broken Diamonds? <laughs> yes. Uh, Broken Diamonds is a wonderful film that's going to start streaming um, on video on demand on Monday. It's about a a young man who ends up having to become a caregiver for his sister who has schizophrenia. Um, right in the midst of when he was about to chase a big dream. And it it really deals with what, wh- where do you put your dreams when responsibility comes a calling? And I'm a caregiver myself. I, I've been taking care of my dad for nine years. And it came, he, caring for him came right in the middle of working on a show called Community. I had to leave Community to be home to care for him. And there, that's a, a, a decision that every caregiver has to figure out how do I do this? How do I make this work? And and also dealing with sometimes the feeling of it's not fair that I have to now put my dreams on hold for my sister or my father yes. or my cousin or my, whatever. But the the payoff from making that sacrifice I have personally found is better than any dream fulfillment you could ever wish mm-hmm. for. Um, and so Broken Diamonds, um, is a film that deals with all of those those issues. And I play Cookie. I play the stepmother of uh, Ben Platt and Lola Kirk. And um, something happens in their life where she has to kind of help them navigate it, um, their way through all of these different changes in their life. I think it's a really sweet film directed by Peter Sattler. Can't wait to check it out. Can't wait to check it out. We'll keep Thank up the you. great work. Welcome to Crunch Time. And now it's time for our final segment, our Crunch Time segment. So I'm going to give you some rapid fire questions to finish us off. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Okay. All right. Any quick responses? Okay. One word to describe your Cleveland family. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. 
It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well... Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Kingdom. Rabid. Best game time meal. Hot dogs. You can dunk in the face of one rival. Who would it be? 80s, 90, Michael Jordan. Of course. 100%. Because not very many people got to dunk in his face. No, not a lot of people did. Not a lot of people did. Okay, greatest Cavalier of all time. I got to go with LeBron. Your favorite Cleveland motto. My mother was like, no matter what happens, you just keep going. You keep going. You keep going. Never give up. Well, you gave me a new Cleveland motto today that I have not heard. Believe land. So I am going to stick with that one as my favorite Cleveland motto. Awesome. Yvette Nicole Brown, thank you so much for your time. Keep up your awesome work and your words today, not just in sport, but in life have really touched me. So thank you for sharing your time and um, looking forward to everything to come for you. Thank you. Thank you, sis. You can find Huge Fan on Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like the show, please rate, review, and share so other Huge Fans can find us. And don't forget to follow the show or subscribe in your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. That'll do it for this round of Huge Fan, the podcast where stars talk sports. I'm LaChina Robinson. Until next time, keep rooting your guts out. Go Budos Band! Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because. I got the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. (laughs) No, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.